Yo, yo, on today's episode of the Career Packs podcast, we talk about group consensus versus the truth. Now, this is an, uh, a topic that really caught my eye recently. Well, not recently. I've known about it for a while, but finally making an episode about this. It was famous by Naval Ravikant, who is an author, entrepreneur, investor, Twitter wizard. So this is a great episode. I feel like it's a topic that should be more normalized across society, not only in this podcast. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Yo, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. Let's get into it right away. Let's talk about consensus versus the truth. Group consensus, that is, versus the truth. This entire concept that I'm going to be talking about today was famous by Naval Ravikant, who is an author, angel investor, entrepreneur, and a Twitter wizard. If you guys don't know who this guy is, highly recommend you guys check out his stuff, his books, his famous episode with Joe Rogan, just some of his philosophies, his ways of thinking. Very different, very, very important to kind of understand his ways of thinking regardless of how you guys think and this topic that i want to talk about it is very easily bypassed by the realities of our world the way systems are designed and the lack of reasoning behind a lot of our beliefs in our life and what the truth is we are told to fall in line with group consensus group biases group judgments and it's just the way society is. It's very black and white. It's either you're for this thing or you're for the other thing. It's either this or that. And anyone who has a deferring opinion, anyone who has kind of a, well, I agree with this, but I also kind of agree with this type of mindset, they're kind of put in this bucket that isn't always shown in the best light. Hence why I feel like this topic is so important to talk about because we as individuals have a very big factor that is played in the way we think, the way we create, the way we operate, the type of influence that we have. And we don't even realize the power of it because of this consensus that is revolved in like group bias and just falling in line. Let's start with just a simple definition of consensus. My simple Google search, my favorite thing to do, I feel like I've done it in the past five or six episodes consistently. The word consensus just means general agreement. Excuse me, general agreement. It's like you and I both agree that it is smart to get a job if you are broke. You and I both agree that voting in this country is important. General things, general agreements, very simple to understand. That's what the word consensus means. Now, when we think about a group, okay, groups essentially come together on a common set of goals and beliefs. These groups can be behind social issues. Like I've just mentioned, you know, either you believe in this type of thinking, you believe in that type of thinking, political groups, of course. Overall, whatever group it is, a certain number of people believe in this thing to be true, therefore is why an entire group is revolved around X thing. Now, I'm not going to get into specifics of what these things or topics may be. We're just going to Keep it kind of broad, okay? Because this this kind of topic, it can it can like get close to a line that I don't really want to push or go over. You guys can be the caterers of your own groups and biases and 
judgments, whatever you want to call it. When there's a group that do not agree upon a common goal or how to get there, people tend to leave and find another group that aligns with their way of thinking and what they value. Because in a group without consensus is very, very short lived. Everybody wants their, um, what is it? It's like the confirmation bias. You want more evidence that is tailored to your way of thinking and the way you operate. So if you come across someone that doesn't fit in your bucket, you'll leave and go find someone else that does fit in your bucket. You're trying to find a group that just fits with your ideas, fits with your way of thinking, fits with how you see life. And if you come across someone who doesn't, you want to disassociate, you want to disengage, you want to leave. And it doesn't really strive to find an absolute truth. Groups, just in general. Because groups are always consensus building. Take this for example. Think about how many times we give and take. Give and take. I like to use the example of being in a meeting at work where, let's just say it's an hour meeting that is scheduled between a department. That department one person is like giving their opinion. The other person is saying something else. The other person says something else. This person says this, this person says this. And you're trying to come to like this general agreement of what we want to do moving forward, what the next right step is. It's just like this back and forth. Quick side tangent. I feel like meetings sometimes are so useless. Like some meetings are just like, yo, why, why, why are we in this meeting? If a meeting can be handled via email, why not just do that? If an email can be handled via a simple text, why not do that? So this back and forth that we have, this type of give and take attitude, it is very common. In meetings, hanging out with certain groups of people who believe differently, it is always about having some sort of general agreement in order to really even sit together in a room. Think about all your friends, your coworkers, the random people you meet, even your family at times. If there isn't that general agreement, people will disengage, become silent. They might just go mute. They may leave the room immediately, leave the group immediately because people don't like it. It doesn't, it hurts their ego. The ego likes to know and feel good that, okay, I'm surrounded by like-minded people that all agree with the things that I have to say, the way I think, my beliefs. The reality is, is that isn't always true. People have different values, different beliefs, different ways of operating different ways of seeing the world. That is when we can be curious or we can put them in a bucket we don't like and disassociate from them. And guys, relax. Don't get me wrong. Being a part of a group, there are times where obviously it is acceptable. Like I'm not saying to not go join a cool book club because it's a group environment. No, like not all group environments are bad. I'm just using like basic general language in general terms it is it is more so about taking in and understanding your own judgment to look at it and be like okay this group has a bunch of things they can and cannot say i don't want to be limited to that they may be disregarding certain pieces of evidence that may tailor to what the actual truth is what if they're leaving out some parts that are important why are they not talking about this why are they not talking about the other side and what the other people may be thinking so asking yourself, do I want to subscribe to this group or would I rather find my own evidence and be a free thinker? That's a question that we can ask ourselves. Would I rather fit in with a group consensus on this thing 
even though I have different beliefs? Or would I rather search and seek truth as an individual and on my own? That leads me to what is the truth? Well, the truth is completely up to you. Whatever you believe according to your evidence, your science, the research, the research that you do, the people you listen to, your questioning, all of that is what will make you understand that like, okay, this is the truth. Of course, there are general truths in our life that I, Neil Patel, my last name is Patel and I'm 100% Gujarati. I'm Indian. My, the color of my skin is brown, you know, just general truths. Of course, there are truths, okay? But groups can never seek truth to the same level an individual can. And this is where I feel like it gets really interesting. Because me as an individual, if I am trying to find meaning, create meaning, or if I don't like to have meaning, if I don't want to create meaning, if I don't want to create meaning to something that others may find super, super meaningful, that's up to me. I can confront my own truth. I can think anything. I can ask questions and really get to get to the bottom of whatever it is that I really want to get because I am an individual thinker. And again, remember, this is just in general terms. If you seek to find the truth of any matter in your life, if it's some random history that you're reading, science, the news that you read, the things you see on social media, random facts, If you're trying to find the truth of any matter, it is probably better to have a private opinion that you can seek truth out of by yourself rather than following a general group consensus. I personally think if you go the individual route, you will find more meat to the bone than just reading something online one time or hearing something in a group matter where there is a general consensus like, okay, this is just this. That leads to the question like, okay, well, now that I kind of have an understanding of like group consensus and the truth and what an individual thinker is and what someone who tends to fall into a group consensus, like whatever type of person they are, what can we strive for? What do I personally strive for? Like me, I'll tell you guys that because I can't tell you what you should strive for. This is what I try to do. I strive to question all things everything. I, I try to question it. And my dad typically loves to get mad at me when I do this. He's like, dude, you just love to question everything. You can't ever just be like, oh, this is something dad said and it's right. It's just ingrained in me to ask questions and really try to get a deeper understanding behind why you think that. What makes you believe that? What makes you think that is true according to your standards? And if someone gives me a good logical explanation, then great. One of the most powerful answers that I give a lot of times is I don't know. Because sometimes you really don't know. If I don't know something, is it fair for me to have like a deep rooted belief in something? I don't know. Probably not. There is a little bit more digging that I may need to do or get some more insight from others. The reason I try to strive to question all things is because it gives me different perspectives. I listen to different people on the topic. I try to figure out if it's something that actually resonates with me, maybe attach some past experiences to it. And if I, if I can do that, and if I can find my own way of crafting meaning to that thing and making it valuable, then it may become a part of my philosophy or way of thinking or a quote that I really 
adhere to. Another thing is to try to come to my own understanding of things rather than what just a group may think. So if I'm hanging out with people and they're just like, no, this is what I think or this is what we think. I may not obviously like confront them or challenge them in like a group environment because, you know, I've done that too many times and like the the conversation just becomes super toxic and people people take it very personal if you do challenge something and when you do challenge it, they just attack you and take it personal. So I would much rather just keep certain opinions to myself in that regard because it just it's just not worth your energy. If you're ever in a situation where there's a group of like 10, 15, 20 people like 60 to 80% of them have the same opinion and you come out of nowhere and say something completely different. If you have the balls to say that and do it and you feel like you can defend yourself amongst all that, uh, all that noise in that entire group, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Me personally, it depends who the crowd is. If the crowd is, I don't know if it's people that I feel like I can actually have a good conversation with and challenge, then I'll do it. But for a majority of the time, majority of the, opinions that I have I just try to keep them to myself and I guess this podcast because you guys are worth sharing too and lastly is I am very very open to changing my mind I feel like I change my mind very often on beliefs because I'm always consuming different information regarding the topics that I care about I think that is how we grow if we don't change our mind on something if we aren't allowing ourselves to be like oh okay that is interesting that is a very new way of looking at that. I never thought about it that way. Wow. If that doesn't excite you, if that makes you get a little bit personal or take it personally, then it's like, mm, I don't know if that was a belief that you really believed in in the first place. Because aren't things that you understand meant to be understood on a deeper level in different ways from different perspectives? And if that allows us to change our entire stance, our entire way of thinking, about that thing, maybe that's not a bad thing because you really went all in on it and you really learned it in its truest whole form. Our life and our thinking, it cannot remain linear. If it remains linear, we can't adopt new ways of growth and learning. At least that's what I think. Like like life is here or like we're when we're born here and when we die, though our way of thinking cannot stay the same. At least that's what I think. That's why it's so important to talk to people, question things, ask why that is true. What makes someone come to that opinion or that stance? It's like, have you guys ever been in an argument with some, or not an argument, but like a heated debate or a conversation with someone and they are clearly trying to change your mind on something? And if they actually do a good job of it and you do change your mind, they feel like they've won or that they were the winner of the debate. In reality, if you're the one who changed your mind and got a new perspective, aren't you the person that took something away from the conversation? You grew a little bit. You learned something new rather than the person who has the same belief. Now, it depends who it is. You know, not everyone is trying to kill you in a debate. If it's a proper cordial conversation, then changing your mind in the right way with the right evidence from you asking the right questions or them asking you the right questions, it is not a bad thing. And it's a good thing. It means that you took something away and that you learned something. 
when I think about it now, it's like, yo, so what is the balance? What is the balance between a group consensus and being an individual free thinker searching for the truth? And there is some interesting things to take away in group settings. I'm not going to lie about that, such as, you know, again, different opinions, different perspectives, different understandings of others and what they think regarding certain things. But it's quite difficult to always ask the array of questions you prefer and really get to the bottom of one way or of one's way of thinking in a group environment. Because if there's like a group of 10 people and you guys are talking all, if you guys are all talking about the same topic, one person says something super interesting and you want to like target the thing that that person said and be like, yo, why do you think that? What makes you feel that way? Where did you get that thought from or that piece of evidence like that? Super fascinating all the questions that you have in your, in your mind right away when someone says something, you may not be able to address it because you're in a group environment. Now, if you talk to that person one-on-one, that would be a much better use of your time to really seek understanding. So groups are valuable. But in general terms, I just think I've found it more beneficial to be a free thinker. Try to find my own meaning. Try to find my own evidence. Don't consume the things that we see on media and news because we don't know if it's all true what if it is a little bit fabricated what if it isn't really as bad as it may seem or maybe it's not as always good as it may seem taking your own evidence taking your own questioning talk to your own people consume your own content whatever it is and that's how you find what the truth is to you i know this episode was kind of a little bit left field in terms of the stuff that I talk about, I guess, but I, I I really enjoyed this thought of groups searching for consensus, whereas individuals search for truth, because it's so true. Society is so geared to make us think in a group manner, in a way of just falling in line with general agreements, and I don't think we grow as much if we fall into that into that bucket. So yeah, that's what my thoughts are on this, guys. If you guys have any interesting takeaways or any of your own thoughts, feel free to reach out to me on email, createwithneilpatel at gmail.com or on Instagram, Twitter, Neil underscore Patel for Instagram, Neil Patel 430 Twitter, wherever you want, reach out to me. Let's chat because this stuff is always interesting to me. So appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Like always, my friends, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Love y'all. Peace.